welcome to Mashley at the Movies. I'm Ashley. And I'm Matt. And joining us again is Sean. Hello, thanks for having me. Thanks for being here. Uh, This is another episode in our 13 Days of Halloween, where for the days leading up to Halloween, we discuss a movie in the horror-thriller genre. And today's movie is Chopping Mall. This came out in 1986, uh, and it's pretty high concept. It's uh, (laughs) a group of teenagers... <clears throat> played by 20-somethings. Uh, they, a lot of them work at the mall, uh, and they decide to kind of stay overnight uh, in a furniture store and uh, make out. <laughs> and uh, the mall is also ha- employing these new, there's three of them, these new robots for security purposes. And they are protective, but benign. Until the night of the uh, sleepover, uh, a lightning strike hits the building and surges through the robots, and they turn evil. And so uh, overnight, it becomes a a, a game of survival for our our teenage protagonists. (laughs) Well, it's funny. I tend to refer to myself as a horror aficionado, but (laughs) then it turns out a lot of times I there's these titles that I've seen all my life. I've been in the video store with that thing of the past, the video store. And <laughs> you've seen the box art and everything. But this was one that I had not uh, gotten around to seeing. Um, and I have to admit, like, I was pretty curious. Like, you know, I kind of went into it with low expectations. I didn't think, it, you know, I, I assumed it would be pretty terrible. But um, I, found, I found myself actually liking it. Um, I mean, I feel like. It plays in like a black comedy, right? I mean, I think everybody was in on the joke, including <laughs> the writers and directors. I don't know if you guys think that, but like that's kind of how I judged it when I watched it. Um, immediately on the screen, I noticed uh, Kelly Maroney, who who I like. She was in a, another kind of cult classic called uh, Night of the Comet that I used to watch as a kid. Uh, I think she's pretty plucky, but like Matt said, these are obviously uh, like mid-20-something um actors playing teenagers but yeah i thought there was a there was a lot to like about it um i didn't think it took itself too seriously um i don't know ashley what do you think uh i like this movie i think this is maybe the third time we've seen this film um so i too used to see this movie in the the video store or Mm. video rental place and when i was a kid I, i really didn't watch these types of movies at all and i remember seeing the title and thinking oh that sounds disgusting how could (laughs) You know, they'll make a movie out of anything. This, this is awful. Um, but the title of the movie is such a misnomer. First of all, there, there's no chopping in right. this movie. It's killer robots, like Matt mentioned, and they shoot lasers and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so I think, you know, the box is trying to sell you that it's some kind of uh, slasher film or something, but it's not that. Yeah, there's like an iron glove on the, on the box art that has <laughs> nothing to do with the movie right. at all. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, and the movie is set in a mall in the 80s, which is hugely nostalgic for me. Really, Anyone who grew up in the 80s, I think. I think it's know. the same mall they filmed uh, Fast Times at Ridgemont yeah, High. Yeah, I, I love movies that are filmed in malls because it's it's such a slice of life and a slice of um, history that's no longer really as prominent. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just have fond memories of going to the mall as a kid in the 80s. So it's wonderful to like just see them there and see the different stores. Um, so great, yeah, yeah. Um, and you know, and it's a fi- it's an efficient little thriller too. I mean, 
the actors are all fine. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's one, you know, it's one of those movies where you just have to care enough to, you know, want to mm-hmm. want them to not die. <laughs> I actually liked it a lot better than I thought I would, you know, yeah, like yeah. there was a little bit more invested in them than most other, I mean, you know, you're not in love with these characters, but I did genuinely like most of them. Actually, I yeah. found myself liking. Yeah. And you know, they're, they're, they're very horny teenagers. Yeah. Um, our, our kind of main couple, they're, they're a little more, um, down to earth. Mm-hmm. And, um, I, I liked those two actors and th- their relationship is sweet. Um, yeah, I, I kind of like this movie. So I have an interesting history with this movie. I find it interesting anyway. So this is the third time I've seen it. And yeah, the first time I watched it, I really didn't care for it. Um, but I was, I think I, I was in the mood for horror film mm-hmm. and I'd heard of this. And um, I heard it like, oh, it's a cult classic. You got to watch Chopping Mall. And uh, I put it on. And yeah, as Ashley, you described it perfectly. It, the title is a misnomer. It's, it has a slasher movie title. This is not a slasher movie. Um, this is, um, I mean, for those of you familiar with Doctor Who, this is pretty much Daleks at a mall. <laughs> um, but so, yeah, that first time I was like kind of just deflated. Um but we actually own the Blu-ray, so I i don't know, a couple of years later, I watched it again on Halloween, and I was like, ah, you know, now that I know what to expect, it's, it's all right. And then watched it a third time, just in preparation for this podcast, and I was like, I really dig this movie. I really dig it. <laughs> it's just fun, and it knows it's fun. It's silly. Um on the Blu-ray, there's a, a, a special feature they did in 2016, which is the 30th anniversary. And they had a 30th anniversary screening. Um, and it was a packed audience and everybody loved it. And they realized like all the, pretty much all the, ca- the main cast and the, and the writer, Jim Wynorski and, and then, I'm oh, sorry, the director, Jim Wynorski. And he also co-wrote with Steve Mitchell. They were there too. And they said it was kind of like the curtain call for it. They never had like, they saw how so many people had grown to love this movie and you know how they it was just meant a lot to them and people wanted autographs and yeah <laughs> so yeah it certainly developed the following um it's totally ridiculous i mean if you watch an 80s horror movie you should expect some gratuitous nudity usually the female persuasion <laughs> that has this but this also it's an equal opportunity you know um, gratuity because it has mm-hmm. a lot of males, uh, you know, very fit young men with no shirts on, mm-hmm. um, which I I appreciated. <laughs> and and they're decent actors. I mean, they're not going to win any Oscars, but uh, they're they're decent enough. And it's got a few people I recognize from horror stuff, like um, Russell Todd is in this, and he was in uh, Friday the Thirteenth Part Two, mm-hmm. and it has John Terleski, who's been in different things, but I also uh, I remember him from uh, Death Stalker Two. I liked him. I like his yeah. character. Yeah, <laughs> he's he's good in this. And then it's got some women. You know, you mentioned uh, what's her name, Kelly Maroney. I haven't seen that in the comment. It's on my to watch list. Yeah, but she shows up and like so when the night of the date when she shows up and she's you know I, I, she's a good she's a cool character and she's really trying to impress. But I was like, who invited the mom? <laughs> I'm like, this is she looks like a total 1980s mom. <laughs> I was like, okay, but you know, she's a really capable character, uh, and you go to like like her and respect her, and um, yeah. So I, I I I quite like this. Who's the older actor who plays the janitor? 
He's oh, Dick, uh, Dick Miller. Yeah. He's in a bunch of stuff. There's a sick Dick Miller cameo. And like right in the beginning too was um, like Paul Bert- Paul Bartel and uh, Mary Warnov. Um, eating kind Raul. Of, yeah, exactly. Eating Raul and kind of some other B-movie um, like horror film type thing. So I thought that was a really cool nod. But yeah, like right out of the gate, like the mall setting won me over like right out of the gate. Like <laughs> you see Licorice Pizza, like that yeah. record store is like, oh, whoa. Like, <laughs> that blew me away. And then... I really liked this uh, film's dedication to smoking, too. There's a lot of smoking going on. <laughs> People, like, buying cigarettes at, like, the cigarette machine. I thought that was funny. Um, you know, and 86 was... wasn't 86 was the year of Short Circuit, too, yes, right? Yes. So it, it had that, like, that premonition of, like, machines taking over. And, like, <laughs> here's what could go wrong whenever we start relying on technology. So, like, there was that angle to it. And, um, it had some kind of entertaining gore. Like it had an exploding head and I mean, it's really not that violent, but it's like just, it's just like kind of silly and violent enough. Like that. Yeah. I appreciated that. Um, well, it's funny the, the <clears throat> yeah. One of the, the, uh, chopping mall robots. Yeah. It, it has lasers, like Ashley said, and it, it, it explodes one of the people's heads. Um, but that's funny because it has, I mean, that's a direct shot. Yeah. But other times they're firing yeah. lasers like stormtroopers. Yeah. I mean, they're just missing all <laughs> Dude, over the place. They were so inaccurate. That's not hundreds of misses. Yeah. And also, sometimes people get shot. It's like a flesh wound. But then her head got, her head blew up and she got shot. It's, but that was kind of like added to the charm of it all, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, I, I, I thought this movie was great. Yeah, that head explosion I think is one for the for the ages. Yeah. It's pretty great. Yeah. I love was. at the end too when they're showing the cast. That's the picture they show for her. I yeah. <laughs> her head exploded. I, I love like a recap of the cast at the end, like they do too. And then that was awesome. They show her with the exploding head. Yeah, that was great. Um The score yeah. is really good too. It has a really driving mm-hmm. synth score that um, mm-hmm. is really good. Yeah. And it's lean. It's a fast movie. Yeah, it doesn't know? overstay as well. No, and I'd read that they had, you know, kind of production difficulties or they cut, you know, they cut it down to what it is now, but it's really perfect length. I mean, it's not even 90 minutes, right? It's, it's a, it's 77 minutes. That's wild. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's been an hour and 17 minutes, right? Yeah. It was crazy. Chuck Serino is a composer. And yeah, I agree. It's a, it's a great score. And also, did you stay around to like the very end too? No. Because at, at the very end, there's still like another rope. There's, oh, a yeah, there's a robot saying, have a nice day at yeah. the end. At the oh, okay. End. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do yeah, know it's that. funny how every time the robot kills someone, it's like, thank you. Have, have a, nice a nice day. day. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, I liked Kelly Maroney. You you should watch Night of the Comet, though. Night of the Comet is like pretty close in spirit to this. So it's like Night of the Comet's not a horror by any means. It's like, uh, I mean, it is horror, but it's like Valley Girl horror. It's very close to this. I think you guys okay. you guys will like that, too. Yeah. I was trying to figure thing. I know there was some other stuff that I liked a lot about this, but it, <laughs> but now it's escaping me. That's okay. Yeah, I know. I think I think we all three enjoyed it. We did. Um, what would you give it out of ten, Ashley? Oh man, I think I've talked myself up to an eight. Yeah, I give it an eight as well. How about you, Sean? Yeah, I think I'd give it a seven. Okay, so our score then is a seven point seven. Uh, that is Chopping Mall. Sean, thank you for joining us again this year. For, Thanks for having me. Yeah, we appreciate it. And uh, thank you all for listening. Thank you. Thank you.